Welcome to today's Mishnah Yomi. Today we have the great schos to begin the fourth chapter of Meseches Tainis, Perek Revi, and we will be doing Mishnayis Aleph and Beis, the first two Mishnayis. Mishnah Aleph says as follows, Bishlosha Prakim Bashana, Nikohanim Nosim Eskapem Arba Pamim Bayom. There are three times, now really what we're going to see is three different types of events where Kohanim will duchen a total of four times to throughout the day. Kohanim will recite the Birchas Kohanim, the priestly blessing, four times throughout the day. What are the four times? Shachris in the morning, Mosof, Mincha, and Ni'ilas Sha'arim. Now, Ni'ilas Sha'arim means literally the closing of the gates. So what this means is that we will see at certain times throughout the year, you see, we are most... We are most knowledgeable regarding the Ni'ila Tfila of Yom Kippur. So remember again, that is the Tfila we daven after Mincha on Yom Kippur, an additional supplicatory Tfila, right as the gates of the Beis Hamikdash or the gates of Shemaim, the gates of the heavens are closing. But as we're going to see, the Ni'ila Tfila was not only davened on Yom Kippur, but was also davened on during other events as well. Now, what's unique about this is as follows: in general, Kohanim would not duchin by Mincha time. And the reason for that was very simple. Because a coin is not permitted to daven if he has consumed even a revius, even just three and a half ounces of wine. So because it's possible that throughout the day the coin has has consumed wine, we let the coin duchen in the morning, but normally not by Mincha time. But as we're going to see during these three particular types of events, we allow Kohanim to duchen not just by Shachris and Mosaf, but also by Mincha, and as well as by the Tfilas Ni'ilah. What are these three times throughout the year? Batanios on fast days. So remember again, this talks about communal fast days. Ma'amados. Now, Ma'amados, we'll discuss a bit more in the next Mishnah. These were the gathering of Yisraelim in towns, in the towns in which they lived. We'll discuss the next Mishnah. And Yom Kippur. So, of course, again, as we're going to see, the common denominator amongst these three days is that they're fast days. So because they are fast days, there is no concern regarding the consumption of wine, and therefore we have no problem with the Kohanim going ahead and duchening even by Mincha time. So remember, out of the three, Ta'anios, public fast days are pretty obvious. That's what we've been spending the majority of our time in Masechus Tainis discussing. Yom Kippur, is Yom Kippur. And of course, what we're going to have to focus on now are the Ma'amados, which leads us now to Mishnah Beis. Elohein ha-ma'amados. So what are these ma'amados? Now, a ma'amad literally is a gathering. What are these particular gatherings? So the Mishnah Beir quotes the Pasuk regarding the carbon tamid. Remember again, each and every day in the base of Mikdash, there was a daily communal offering, a carbon tamid. There was a carbon tamid shachar, a morning daily offering, and an afternoon daily offering. These were offered daily. Now, interestingly enough, they are karbanos sibo, which means they are brought on behalf of all of Klal Yisrael, brought on behalf of the collective of the Jewish people. Here is the issue, says the Mishnah. The general halacha is that if a person is going to bring a karban, the owner must be present at the time that the offering is offered. See, here is the problem. The problem is if the carbon tamid is indeed a communal sacrifice, does that, doesn't that require representation of Klal Yisrael, of, of the Jewish people, at the time that the carbon is offered? So how do you pull that off? To which the Gemara search the Mishnah says... So remember again, interestingly enough, the early prophets, 
divided, and the Gemara points out that this is a reference to Shmuel Hanavi and David HaMelech. They split Cloud Yisrael up, or we should say they created 24 watches, 24 groups, 24 cohorts. Now, as part of each of that cohort, I'll call Mishmar U Mishmar Hayama'ama Birushalayim Shalkohanim Shalavim Vishal Yisraelim. So remember, we're used to hearing about these 24 groups, these 24 cohorts, when it comes to the Kohanim, right? Kohanim were split up into 24 groups. Each group would, would serve one day, well, excuse me, one week in the Beis HaMikdash. Now, each group was made up of multiple Kohanic families. So you would have a group assigned to a particular week in the Beis HaMikdash. And that week was divided up amongst individual Kohanic families. What the Mishnah introduces us to is that for each one of those Kohanic cohorts, for each one of those Kohanic groups, there was also a corresponding group of Leviim and a corresponding group of Yisraelim. So it turns out is that there were 24 cohorts made up of Kohanim, Leviim, and Yisraelim. There to really represent the spectrum of the Jewish people. When it was time for a particular group or a cohort, it was their week in the base Hamikdash. So Kohanim Ulavim Omnim Yushalayim. So the Kohanim Ulavim, they would go up to Yushalayim. The Yisrael Sheba Oso Mishmar and the Yisraelim, who were part of that cohort, they didn't have to go up to Yushalayim. Now, it's actually interesting. It's interesting. There were some Yisraelim from that cohort who ascended to Jerusalem with the Koharim and the Levim, but not the whole cohort. Not the whole cohort, because obviously, again, you have many more Yisraelim than Koharim and the Levim. So you don't need all the Yisraelim to go up. Some representation of Yisraelim went up with their cohort. But what did the remaining Yisraelim do? Yisraelim Sheba Osa Mishmar, Miskansin La'areyem, they would gather in their respective towns, the Korin Bema'ase Bereshis. And they would ultimately go ahead and read the Genesis narrative. And in fact, the Gemara discusses how they would split up Parshas Bereshis. Now, what's the connection over here between reading Parshas Bereshis and the Karban Atamid? Because the idea is to show that just like the Genesis narrative is a story of creation, sacrificial service service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu was necessary for the continuity of the existence of the world as well. So really an incredible, an incredible picture. You have 24, 24 groups, 24 cohorts of Kohanim, Leviim, and Yisraelim. That each cohort would go up to the base of English for one week, but for the Israel group, for the Israel group, they didn't all ascend. Some of them ascended with the Kohanim and the Levim, and others remained behind. Those who remained behind would gather in their respective towns, and they would devote themselves to spiritual service that week. What would they devote themselves to? So here the Mishnah says that they would read the Genesis narrative. Now we'll stop over here for today, but in the Merit Hashem and tomorrow's Mishnah Yomi, we will see exactly a greater breakdown, a more detailed breakdown, exactly how they spent their days during these Ma'amados. So it turns out that the word Ma'amad means a gathering, but specifically it refers to the gathering of the Yisrael cohort in their respective towns during the one week in which they were on call for temple service. Some Yisraelim would ascend, and some Yisraelim would just gather locally. Again, what they did during that week, in Merit Hashem, we will see in tomorrow's Mishnah. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.